Love and marriage stick together like glue. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 7 of the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magger. Joining me today, two actors who didn't get the part of the Ibis Stone. Dave Grimma, Dan Colonna. Gentlemen, you look disappointed because you didn't get that part. No, no, no. I got it. But I thought it was, I'm like, isn't it pronounced Iblis Stone? No, it's Iblis Stone. I was like... No, it's Iblis Stone. It That's how we say oh. it. I know, I know. You're right. But for some reason, it, it sounded wrong to me. And I was like... Do I really want to be a, a punk about this? <laughs> I, I, I heard didn't get the part of the Emma Stone, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, How I really wanted to be get... an easy A. I, I, figured, I figured I was a shoo-in for that role. I definitely depict her as a person all the time. You, like, but... go in there and you give it, like, the best performance of your life. You're like, sir, we're looking for a petite redhead. You are a curly-haired Italian. Good day, sir. <laughs> Project, pr- practicing my lines, Mike. He got a Coke Zero again? <laughs> what sir, is happening sir, right now? We, we've seen enough, sir. We've seen enough. They moved me right along. All right. Anyway. Okay. so this Incorrigible. Incorrigible. This is what this podcast is. Because normally we're a game club podcast. Not an Emma Stone uh, imitation podcast. Where we pick a game. The game club podcast. And we talk about it. Because it's interesting. Today's game. That's, no. What is Stories, the, the path Today, of destiny. Today's game is one of is a Dan Colonna jam. Stories, path of destiny. For some reason, I always want to say destiny's the path of stories, and it's not, well, that's not what it is. We can get into why that might be the case later, but I have an assumption. Oh, it's juicy. All right, well, Dan, mm-hmm. start us off. So this is just a warning. This is a spoiler-filled podcast. If you haven't played this game and you actually want to, probably should not listen. Maybe wait till later. But right now, let's then, get then into Then come back. It. Come, and come back. No, <laughs> stay away. So just, just, yeah, just check the pod, Pause the podcast. Go buy the game. We'll wait. Beat it. We'll be right here. We we're not going anywhere. We're just I don't here. have to eat. Well, you just ate, so you're pretty good now. We're all waiting to eat. Anyway, Dan, tell us about this game. Give us a nice... What do the makers say that this game is like? All right. So, Stories, The Path of Destinies is an action RPG, an enchanted storybook filled with madcap fantasy tales, each told by a zippy narrator attuned to the player's choices and actions. Zippy? And this game's... Yeah, he's zippy. I guess that the person who narrated decided to refer to themselves as zippy. What does that mean? So, I'm, I'm well, looking, you know, keep going. I'm going to look up quick zippy. Quick-witted, I imagine. Active. Regardless, the game was very positively received by the community. 84% people liked it. Uh, it's popularly tagged as RPG, action, adventure, indie, fantasy, and, of course, there's always one weird one, colorful. Which actually isn't that weird, but it's not like a, a thing you call a game. Zippy, adjective, lively, uh, I, you know, peppy. I don't hate that. I could, okay. I could imagine using that tag to search for games, because sometimes I'm like, you're playing little too much like Bloodborne and games like that, and you're like, everything's too drab. I need a colorful game. You look outside yeah. at their desolate backyard smoking a cigarette. I need something zippy. <laughs> <laughs> In a gruff voice because you've been chain smoking. Yeah. Bring me as zippy as the video game. All right. Well, that's an interesting description. Dave, I don't understand what that means. What is it like to actually play this game in layman's terms? Well, you play as Reynardo, a fox with a sword, a swordsman, right? A swordsman, a swordsman. if you will. And uh, the co- there's combat in the game. 
you make decisions in the game. The combat's a lot like Batman, where you're bouncing between enemies and. What, what I disagree, disagree, but we'll, we'll, we'll wait to that point. <laughs> analogy. Well, I have a, keep going, but okay. I will, I'll so you, my and point then the 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 game revolves around making some stories, getting to an ending, and unlocking truths, so that way you can finally get to the good ending, the perfect ending. I, I like how we're doing air quotes in an uh, audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, everyone, quote, everyone heard. Quote. I think yeah. they heard in the inflection in your voice. Yeah. All right. Well, Dan, this was your game. So start us off. What was your experience? Playing well, this game? Um, right off the bat, I, I thought it was very charming. The game's narrated by a. a uh, yes, he's British. He's some no. sort of nationality. Maybe hey, it's, is it Emma Stone like? It might be. I mean, he wishes he had such an Emma Stone voice. That that's she does have a nice voice for, for the record. She does. It's very unique. It is. So, like um, if I I couldn't tell a lot of people's voices apart, but if you played me Emma Stone, I'm gonna be like, oh, Emma Stone. Yeah. So oh, before I even start, I did beat this game. You know, slow clap. I, I, I would like a slow clap. It was pretty good. See, well, in life now, what do you mean by beat it? Because no, I, that might I got all five endings. Oh, uh, there's 26 <laughs> for the record. I got all of the five main endings. That's He's got I'm the four about. truths and the and the happy ending. The two right. truths. Now, yeah, my first truth was uh, Lupino. Lupino is a traitor. Yeah. That, was my, that was my last one. That was one. my first truth as well. My, my second truth was that... The Iblis Stone makes you evil. The, wait, 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 yes, we're getting, we're getting way, way too ahead of our well, time. All right, I mean, it's kind of hard to go... So I, want, I could say like I started down one path and then I went down another. But I, I basically just had a great time choosing my adventure. Because that's the kind of game mm. this is. I think it's a good um, comparison. Like it is a very much like a, a choose your own adventure book. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, it's pretty literally that. The um, I really don't know how to start talking about this. The combat's good. Everything. The gameplay was good. Yeah, let's will, let's kind of start there because I think a lot so of my you know, we'll start with. Is, let's yeah, just I, start talking I, about right. the gameplay. You like the gameplay. Yeah, so, you felt the combat was adequate. Yeah, I mean, all right. So blanket statements. Mm-hmm. I'll do that because this game's pretty repetitive. And that's the first thing I'll say. It's very, very repetitive. repetitive. Um, but, you know, so is like the fi- a lot same of... five zones or so over yeah. and over again. And, yeah, and the combat's also kind of repetitive, mm. you know. Obviously, well, you have to play the story from different paths, but the, the locations never change. They change once or twice. But you'll go through the same levels like four or five times before you're done with the game which is to say, you've beaten the main stories, mm-hmm. right? Quote, unquote. like you could, and by the time you get, what you kind of feel like you get it, what it is, like you do, yeah. you can run through it like 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, of that. yeah. But and going you back get the to, swords, and the, before we get there, the combat. Dan, yeah. do you agree? Batman is a good comparison. Um, Batman for kids, you know, very simple, very. Um, I mean, that being said, is Batman Arkham's combat really that can you know difficult well, it, i think it takes a concept that yeah you know that idea of that you're finding a crowd and it makes that it's that idea of like free flow and you have to kind of look at what all the enemies are doing i think there right. that is there the first comparison mm-hmm. i had assassin's creed where uh, i felt actually, like i was just jamming a button just yeah, moving around too. jam 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 because yeah. mm-hmm. there's no variation in terms of like, what was cool about Batman, it was the role of, like, there was a lot of contextual things. Like, mm-hmm. if you had a guy with the shield, you had the taunt, well, you, you can use your you devices. Yeah, the shield guy, you have to grab him with the hook, or you throw another guy at him. Yeah, yeah like, there's all those kind of... But I'm saying that happens in stories. Yeah. But it's... 
one big, one big thing with that though is that there is that uh, brah, brah, brah. there is as I'm getting my mean face there is that unlockable where it's basically it's just like you break through everything yeah but you, I got that pretty early and I just it's just oh. like okay going here 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 oh, I didn't get that at yeah. all that 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 changed a lot for you yeah because you, you, you probably focused on that tree or whatever like I was spreading out my points. Yeah, me too. Oh, I went, I went yeah. straight down, baby. See, Once I got those, makes arms, a big I difference. Like, okay. I can imagine. Okay. Yeah. So, so that was, but it was fine. You know, like the combat served its purpose in the game, and that's what I think was important Did you, about it. Like, so, the, in this game, there are four different swords. Could you even really feel the difference of the four different swords? They no, all, they I all like felt the like the same, looks, right? Yeah. The, the differences were the special moves. Every sword has a special move. Yeah. And um, you can set your enemies on fire with the fire sword. You know. You could heal with the hero sword, which I I cheated with, or I guess I used it. No, I used it. You hacked the game. I feel like if you're doing something that makes your life easier, you're cheating. That's probably not a good like. Or you're using the game. Use the game mechanic? How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like if I do something in my life that makes it easier, I'm like, no, that's not the way. I got to do it the hard way. Use a save point, you're cheating. You're cheating with the save points (laughs) with your memory cards. This um, game actually reminded me a lot of Fable, and I know neither of you have had a lot of no, exposure to that series, yeah. but the, the the style is pretty direct. I'll give you that. The, the style, and it's like, we'll kind of get away from some of the negatives. Like, I was very much in that mood. Like, I just used the healing sword, because, like, okay, I'll heal. But, like, the combat was just very shallow. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, that's not where the focus of this game is. No, the focus right. is on, like, the lore and the stories yeah. of this and game. And to me, that's, that's why I feel like it's a solid, like good game yeah. like the combat was okay the story was great serviceable it was fun yeah and and it was pretty straightforward you know what would have so, made this game a lot better for me is the uh, ability to skip through conversations i've already had I, that would be something do that well on that note as we we start getting so into cool. like no not during the like the cutscenes in between boards like if you if you're remaking the same decision because you need to see oh, something because you need to make a further decision got game. it well, okay. on so. that note, and I think that's a good the good jumping point. So, like the combat, whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought the, the environments were kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. Like once you've seen, I mean, they're they're pretty. Yeah, they're pretty. This the is a very, very gorgeous. And I think Dan, when you said like Fable, I think it's a good comparison because it, it does have that kind of storybookish. Now, stop me because this is one observation I had. I think Dan, you said earlier you found it like lighthearted. There were certain no, things. it's a pretty dark game. There were very. I felt the tone was very inconsistent mm. because there were those moments. And Dave, you brought it up. We were talking casually. There's a lot of like references. Oh yeah, so they're like jokey. Uh, yeah, like there was one yeah. very specific one. It was like a, there was a Star Wars reference, mm-hmm. and it, I forget what the the actual one was. But I was like, okay, there's like funny things about this. Like it doesn't take itself too seriously. It definitely but, makes a lot of jokes. Supposedly, it's made by ex Ubisoft employees, and they mm-hmm. they make a joke in there about uh. About because you use all those elevators essentially they get from place to place all the time, and he makes it some joke about how this is much easier than free climbing. Yeah, like I actually do remember that. So there are all those like little inside jokes. Yeah. It is kind of lighthearted. They tell you do about. But then there were these other moments. I thought this is a really dark moment. It's like when that in the the opening like tutorial that you don't have to replay when you get the book. Oh, um, when the, the rabbit dies. Yeah, he just dies. Yeah. They talk about in the opening narration of like trenches mass graves filled with bodies not a lot of ways to joke about that <laughs> no but um on that though like i did feel like when i was younger a lot of the greek mythology i read or like story books that were sometimes kind of dark had that in it like 
characters could face dark ends, and that kind of made it feel like a old timey classic storybook. Like sometimes Bambi's mom dies. Like you know? how Grimm's like, fairy tales are pretty gruesome. I could see that, but you yeah. know what? Grimm's fairy tales doesn't talk about Star Wars. Like I feel that it's right. a little <laughs> that that does put a bit of inconsistency there. On on those references, I sort of they they felt so out of place because. They didn't do more than give you like a line like "Praise the Sun," yeah. which is a reference to, to Dark Souls. Demon Souls. I'm Dark pretty Souls. sure one of the yeah. references I got at one time is on one of my desks. I think I got a snake. Yes, yeah, and I do remember like that. That to me felt very jury rigged. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, the player is going to be bored. Let's tell them a game reference and keep their interest. Mm-hmm. I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. Don't patronize me. I I, I agree. I thought the same way. It ain't no borderline. I know. And if you're going to make a joke, commit to There was to a it. point where yes. Jen, my wife, was watching me play, and she was like, is this guy supposed to be funny? Yeah. yeah it just, I, I felt a lot, I mean, maybe it was just kind of just the pacing of it all. I just felt it was very kind of, you're trying to make me feel a certain, like, it, it was very upfront. It's like, mm-hmm. I understand how you're, what you want me to feel right now. I'm not mm-hmm. feeling that. Though. I felt like if you didn't buy into the narrator, it felt very heavy handed. Yes. Like, and, and yeah. oh, what were we gonna say then? Well, I was gonna ask you guys if you felt as though it reminded you of a failed version of what Bastion succeeded at. That um, part of it. Well, the, they have the narrator thing that's kind of talking about what you're doing, and in, definitely not as yeah. And Bastion has that, and this is trying to do the same thing. Where I don't think it comes across the same way. It's not as varied in the lore of. I mean, that's the thing about. And this is, I guess we'll start kind of getting into, like, the the lore of the story. Like, so, Dave, what was the guy's name again? I forget him. Reynardo? Reynardo is the main character. So, he's kind of this swashbuckler, like you said. This kind of, like, you know, very much he goes with his gut. And he's kind of, like, almost this, like, Han Solo-like figure. And I felt, because of the nature of the game, and it is kind of, it is meant to be played multiple times. By the end of the first playthrough... This is my definitely my experience of this game was like a bell curve in terms of enjoyment. Where in the beginning I was just like, this is not good, and then as I got through the first couple of playthroughs, it just was like, oh, like I'm slowly building on this lore, and it does like that really cool thing where, and, it, and I think we, we should spend some time when we're talking about the story. The, the biggest unique thing, at least for me personally, that I felt was it was a very cool way of taking that idea that you know, we we're talking about like oxen free in season one. Are we going to refer to them as six groups? Sure, we can call them seasons. Sure. Season one, um, Oxenfree, where it's like, give me a narrative reason to replay the game, not just like trying to find this. And this is like, that. you know what it's actually reminding me of? What was that? Oh, God. There was that Jake Gyllenhaal movie with the train. Uh, uh, with the bunny rabbit? No, that's not. No, not Donnie Darko. It was a, it was a recent one. I forget I the know, name of it. I don't know that one. But he was like a secret agent, and he was on a train, and he had 11 minutes before the train blew up. And he had to keep going through. It's like almost like Groundhog Day, where he had to keep going through it until he got something right to like mm. prevent it. And it's that idea of taking what you learn of this world, of this story. And I thought a really, really cool thing, though, was that I felt like by the end of my first playthrough, I was supposed to have more of an emotional impact with these characters, but I didn't really know them. But mm. then as I started playing through it again and again and again, I started feeling a little bit more invested in them, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because you learn more about their lore and what they've been through, yeah. and, and you kind of built that relationship with them. But the characters' relationships were always reset at the end. Well, or, in terms yeah, of... You found out who, the, who they were. Like, they didn't, those characters didn't change. 
you know? Right, right. It's like you kept getting another little snapshot into the world, and by those third, fourth, fifth, sixth times, you're like, okay, now I get, I get it. But it takes a while to kind of get there. And when you think of the idea of you play through a game from the beginning to the end of the story, you should have a good sense of the characters. And because the story is meant to be multiple times, it's like you do feel very kind of just short change. I, at least I felt during my, my first playthrough. Um, so, Dad, you mentioned Lupino was your first trip. Mm-hmm. Go through us. Like, what did you kind of unravel of the story and the lore and all that stuff? Uh, in that order, then. So Lupino is a traitor. Uh, he's your friend, a bunny rabbit, and you can decide to go find him first. And Dave and I had a similar experience to this because we were both like, we got to get your friends first. Yeah. So I did that too, of, and I went yeah. for him. You went for him first? Right. and what, yeah. yeah. Okay. But and, then... What did wait, you do? So, Lupino, right? So you go, you chose to go to Lupino. Then the first... The, I, after that, he's like, I have a plan. We, sh- we kidnap I, Zenobia. So either you right. go with his plan or you're like, no, 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 no. Let's go after the Sky Ripper. I trusted Lupino fully the first time around because I was like, I'm not going to dabble in other stories if I'm going to pick one. That was my goal. And it actually worked out. Right. So I went with Lupino the second so time. So I too. did that too. I did and that too. I trusted too. his and side plan. Inside that one, you have the decision on whether or not you get in the watermelon and go with this yeah. crazy plan or you're like, no, 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 we're not doing that. Which did you do? Yeah, I did that too. I, went, I, I, went I, I did not go with that. I went in the like, water. No, sir. I will not be going in this water. And that's when you go off to the side branch and go find Zenobia yourself. That's what you And you then do. you find out now Zenobia, stop me if I'm wrong, daughter. Oh, so the whole story is based around this rebellion mm-hmm. against this evil empire in this floating yeah. cloud the, the, world. The frog place. emperor, yeah. But you don't really know that much about him except he's not a nice person. And Zenobia's he used to be daughter, nice. He's adopted he, daughter. Adopted daughter, and he's yeah. using her. He's gonna set. He's planning on sacrificing her, because if he sacrifices somebody who loves, who truly loves him, he can bring back the old gods and be immortal or something like that. Right. Something. That's like that. exactly right. So then, after you go through Lupino, it's the idea of how do you treat Zenobia? You've had clearly a past with her, as you kind of figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, I. What did I do? I wrote my notes say, went with Lupino, didn't trust Zenobia. She dies, he dies. Everyone died. <laughs> okay. So, oh, Lupino and Zenobia die? Yeah, like when I saw oh, oh. everyone died. When I met up with Zenobia and I was like, do I bring her to the mountains or do I kind of trust her and go bring her to the rebellion thing? I was like, eh, I don't know you yet. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what, like you're the daughter and you're just suddenly going to change. So yeah. I didn't trust her. So I found out my first truth was... Not the Lupin, Lupino, was Lupino, whatever. It was a backstabber, but it was that actually Zenobia has feelings. That was a, that was my last truth. Ah, mine too. That was also my last. Yeah. Truth. yeah. Okay. So then, besides those, you have the two which is, options of. Uh, what I was saying, which was annoying because I found that out on my first playthrough. I don't know if Dan, mm, if, if you uh, got the exact same thing. No, I, I didn't have any repeats. Well, like here, well, like here's what happened with with it. I went with a watermelon one, like you did, Dan. Right? Yes, correct. And then when from there you you capture her and you have the decision whether or not to bring her to the back to your base to uh, or the mountains. to get no well to torture her or oh. or you know or oh, you I didn't bring you there to or torture to her. not to. Just not. I don't know if it's like yeah, you say you can I'm going to go talk to her or something like that instead. Dan yeah, Colonna, you're more, you're not more... torture. So I am yeah. with Dan. <laughs> That's correct. I didn't go and torture her. Right? right. And then I forget what the next decision was. What was your next – do you know what your next decision point was, Dan? 
I think I think she wanted to go and talk to her father. Yeah. And like try to settle the war or something and then you go through the last level. Uh-huh. And then Lupino kills yeah. you. He But did you kiss Zenobia in that one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. so me and Exactly. So we kiss <laughs> could you we not? kiss Zenobia and she's right. and they talk about how much they love each other, but that didn't right. unlock the truth that Zenobia uh, has feelings for you. I see what you know, you're like in one go, you found out both that Lapino's a traitor because he kills you, and also right. you find out that Zenobia loves you. But they right. but they only give you one truth. Uh-huh. Mm. That is a little frustrating, isn't it? Yeah, because that. that wasn't like the focus. Yeah, that of wasn't the focus of that yeah. playthrough. Yeah, it's just kind of right. a side inference you were able. Yeah, to Yeah, and then I I had trouble finding that like the path to take to get Zenobia to to unlock that uh, truth. Right. Interesting, because yeah, yeah I, there was a lot of variations of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have liked that if if the game's uh, storylines were separated from the truths, mm-hmm. because you know you can learn more than one mm-hmm. thing at a time, and that would have been kind of cool if there were more truths to learn that could have given you like extra things, mm-hmm. like side truths, if that makes sense. You know what the side like, quest truths, something a little bigger. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what this game uh, not necessarily reminds me of, but um, in one of the reasons that uh, PT is like lauded is because it's mm-hmm. like it's really smart and it's and it's reuse of assets mm, like you're right. only like ever really in that hallway right right, right. so i'm like that's kind of like how i feel about stories it's like you're only in these five levels you know right right or whatever it is yeah. maybe it's a little more there's a couple of and variants. it makes like, i think there's like seven worlds uh, I, I mean yeah there's not a lot i mean like and it makes narrative sense why you keep going to these places mm. And really all they are is just kind of separate little islands that you're hookshotting to. All right. Um, so, like, keeping with, like, the, the narrative, so you can you can find that. Then there's the two other big elements are the Sky Ripper, which is this sword that allegedly is, that a is sword? powerful. Oh, is it? It's like, it's a it's rock like an thing. artifact. Yeah, yeah, but it goes in a sword. No, it's, it's a no, thing that, Sky like, Ripper... hangs out behind you. Yeah, it's like a... Like a just a floating weapon. Yeah, I think it was described as a weapon enemies. in my head. I always thought sword. And then there's the Ibis Stone, which you guys wanted to be the voice of, and you failed. Ibis, but I'm a stone. Uh, Ibis Stone here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that this might be this powerful artifact. So you can kind of go between those two. I went Sky Ripper first. Mm, I did Ibis Stone second. Well, after uh, Lupino. And then that was the storyline that kind of got me. So if I following this, like it felt kind of even for me. I was like, okay, I know I need to pursue the Sky Ripper, the Ibis Stone. Lupino in Zenobia, and I knew mm. I just needed to figure out those to get to the truths. So with the Sky Ripper, for me, it was I kind of figured out I had a one in it was like one twenty eight or something like that. One twenty eight chance to destroy the universe, and I was like, yeah. uh, "It's a pretty good." Yeah, I did that, and then I of got course, that one too. Me too. Yeah, and then we of course are, we are it's idiots. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, those are pretty good odds. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Doesn't Never work tell out me the really odds. Well, you see, that would have been a good time to use a Star Wars reference. Probably, but they, and they probably just said, "Never tell me it. the odds." So then, that's when I went that, and then I don't know, Dave. What was it like your Ibis Stone experience? Um, I got the Ibis Stone, and then it was like, it was like, go hunt down Zenobia and kill her. And I'm like, hell's no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, right. Yeah, because right? you know <laughs> yeah. where that's gonna go. Right. So I didn't do that, and then like, and then I after that I got the Sky Ripper. And, like, yeah. together, and then, like, it mellowed out. It, like, balanced itself out, right? Mm. So then I was like, all right. And then I was like, but I should talk to some people. And they're like, yeah, you, there's this feedback loop. And if you don't, if you don't, uh, which I think is a reference to, like, 
Primer, if you've ever seen that movie. I have seen Primer. Yeah. I have not. Very weird movie. Yeah, it's a very weird movie. Anyway, but, like, they, they talk about that loop and that, uh, you know, like, so you, you get another opinion, you decide, or at least that's what I decided. Mm. And uh, what's his face? I can't remember that frog's name. Uh, it's a C. Uh, Captain Falcon. No. <laughs> anyway. Try one more time. You're really close. <laughs> I feel like it has, Slippy like, some frog. sort of, like, celestial name. I don't remember. Or, like, it sounds like the name of a telescope or something. I don't know. Anyway. Um, telescope? <laughs> and when, I, when I remember it, it's going to bother. I'll, I'll shout you it Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'll, I'll, as you look it up, just to jump in, like, one thing, and I think the gaminess of it kind of, I probably went about it the wrong way, where when I was going through playthroughs, I wasn't necessarily thinking, oh, what do I think is the right thing to do? It was all about discovering the four truths for me. Once I kind of saw, okay, I need to unlock these things. So, like, with the Ibis Stone... I was all in on Ibistone. Like, I knew it was evil, but I was like, well, I'm trying to find out the truth of it, so let me just do whatever it wants me to do. And I was just, like, the destroyer of worlds by the end. And it was the same thing, like, with the Skyripper. It's like, I'm really determined to use the Skyripper. Let me just kind of do everything that kind of leads to that just so I can discover the truth of whatever that thing is I'm supposed to know. Um, So then my fourth playthrough was then when I figured out about uh, Lupino, which I actually didn't see too much coming. Oh, really? I was like, what could be this for? Because I actually had a playthrough in between when I did my first and I got three of the truths. And I had one playthrough where I ended up just dying at the end because I was trying to explore Zenobia and maybe like I know that she cares about me so I can align with her. So it wasn't, it was like, oh, so maybe it's, it wasn't until the playthrough after that I was like, let me just check out Lupino and see where that goes. I got a was. couple of endings that were like non endings. Did you ever get any of those? Well, apparently, just from after I kind of did my did six playthroughs of it, I kind of read a little bit afterwards, and apparently, there's just if you don't discover a truth, it's a dead end. Yeah, I've gotten like usually I've is. gotten two of those. I just had but one. Do you, do you not get a card? Yeah, you don't get a card. You get a you oh, you don't get a you card. Don't get a card. Oh, that's silly. Yeah. But they don't. They also don't restart you all the way back to the beginning. They like they only bring you back one level. Oh. Oh, okay. So that's 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 a fair trade. But they do a reset a little bit, though, huh? Yeah, they bring you back to like the bef- like the dis- the this the the decision before, so you can, you know, possibly make a different decision leading up to that. Mm. Got it. You know. Right. Uh, I unless we're done talking about unless um, we're not done talking about our mid game experiences. I had uh, a question about the ending ending that you guys got. The true ending. Yeah. Uh, unless we're yeah, we there yet. About I, I mean, like the. I was going to say, the Iblis Stone, whatever, we got, I got that, like, zen ending where you get beheaded, where, like, you come, you come <laughs> to, uh... I'm sorry, how is that a zen See? ending? <laughs> no, but if it's like the idea, it's like, oh, it's so jovial and lighthearted, beheading. Yeah. Like... It was like, he was like, he found zen with the, the, actually having the Iblis Stone, and he's just, like, okay with the fact that he's killing all these ravens. Oh. And then, mm. like, at the end, he's like, wait a minute, I can just he's like we don't even really even have to fight and he's like and he just like sits down and he's like and he and he thinks that he senses that everyone's just gonna stop fighting too and instead they just behead him like that wait, that's wait, that wait. ending with the, if you get the Iblis stone and then you get the sky ripper and then you seek calaveras that's his name 
Oh, you got Darn it. it. I didn't look you it up. So I just hit it. when you figured it out. Do you know how hard it is to find this guy's name? I just remembered. It's... I've been looking for the last five minutes. Um, <laughs> Calaveras job, is like... Dave. Yeah, thanks. Calaveras <laughs> is like... Uh, Clearly a great character. Calavera. Um, Calab- Manny Calavera. Uh, speaking yeah. of a memorable character. Yeah. Um, but Calaveras is like, he's like, don't be upset about killing ravens. Well, should I be upset about eating flies? It's like, don't, be, like, you're a fox. You kill ravens. Yeah. He's like, just go with it. You know? Interesting. And then, like, eventually you have that, like, hippie ending where, like, you, you, you're like, oh, peace, everyone's cool. And then they chop your head off. Interesting. And then I did a Skyripper, the same Skyripper ending that you had for that truth with the one and one twenty eight chance. Yeah. I, that wasn't even my first Skyripper one, though. I have I I got, like, the dummy version of the game because I was having so much trouble getting the Zenobia path mm. that, like, the game started giving me icons. So, like, maybe maybe you should try this, this path. Well, what's <laughs> interesting on that note is we kind of get to, like, it's the funny. true... Once you discover the four truths and then you can get the, the true happy, mega happy ending, like in Wayne's World... Mm. That was kind of how I, I I got it once I had the four truths I didn't want to put through because it tells you yeah. it gives you a little key it gives you like, a, this the is key. decision yeah, yeah. to make so which I thought was it, which is kind of like I wonder how late of a decision that was for the game devs like I mean I must have seen through play play testing and yeah and they were that. like dude it's for it's taking you forever to find this ending we got to we got to tell them because they're they're gonna get frustrated and never find it mm, interesting you know. Yeah. Yeah, and they, and they don't also they also don't make any one choice sound particularly better than the other, which is good because mm-hmm. it makes you confused and you're like you have to really decide. Mm-hmm. But it also doesn't really make you like oh well I know that's not true because of a thing I heard in the last right, choice right, that I made. Right. Like there's no context clues in that story. You have to play through it to learn mm-hmm. that it's wrong or right. Yeah, which and is it, good or bad. And I think that it was an interesting point because like. Even, like, with the narration, we'll kind of point out things that we already know because we've played through this. Yeah. We've, we've already seen through this life. And then you're able to kind of put all the elements together, just to start kind of push, piecing it all together, that if you get Lupino using the Iblis Stone and get the Sky Ripper with the Emperor and you just kiss Zenobia, it just turns into this mega hopper thing where everyone's everything works out yeah. for itself in the they end. They blow up and you're not even anywhere nearby. You're just chilling on your boat that had a name that was supposed to mean something. The Wayfarer? Yeah. Oh, the, the old far Wayfarer. Fair. What? The Farfarer. The far far so the fact yeah. that we don't even know that what that thing. boat is called. <laughs> I do. <laughs> is the Wayfarer like the phone? The Wayfarer, the Wayfarer is something, it's, it's something else. I think it's like... I feel like that's from something else. No, I think else. it's... Okay. I have no I thought that was like how they called each other. Like in it with the frog Oh, voice. the Far Frog. The frog... The, yeah. Like... Know, Oh, yeah, they had a far frog. See, again, there were these little things right. about the story that were interesting. It felt like there was a world here. Mm-hmm. But as we kind of start wrapping it up, like, as, after I got the the true ending, mm-hmm. I was definitely I had zero interest in keeping uh, going through the story. I had, like, I had, like, maybe, like, ten endings by that point, And I was like, maybe I'll Ooh. keep going and I'll, get, I'll just get them all. And then I, I played through a few more times. I was really, I really wanted to get that trophy for like getting through a level without getting hurt. Wait a minute. Pause. Yeah. You really wanted to get the trophy. Yeah, it was a gold trophy. I it think must I got that trophy actually. <laughs> I don't think you it. did. I, I didn't? No. We should compare. I did. I know you upgraded all the swords. <laughs> and I was like, that's very impressive. Mm. I I got one of the upgrades fully. Yeah. It's just like it but it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's really like matter. so 
Yeah, so like when I kind of like but look at the, the game, game as is a, a lot whole... easier after you've gotten the true ending. Yeah, and it's just at that ah. point, it's like you can run through the game like the. The the big core focus of this game is definitely the branching story paths, and I really appreciate and I think it's interesting taking this idea of having a narrative and allowing you to code through it over and over again and making different decisions and make those decisions feel like they really have consequences. But in terms of the same time, it's it is very because it is a smaller game really. Going through all those same environments is very boring. Mm-hmm. The combat got very boring. Yeah. There's no bosses or anything to give it any flair. Yeah. Um. And this, but like, it was kind of like a very, like, my biggest fear for No Man's Sky is kind of like, it's this giant game that's, like, as big as an ocean, but it's as shallow as a puddle. And I kind of just felt how that's, this game is. Like, there were all these branching paths, but it's very, okay, th- there's nothing really other to really uncover that I don't know is already there. I know I've discussed this with you guys numerous times, but I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast. It's not a game. No Man's Sky it's is not a game. So- oh, God. Oh, oh. You realize by the time we release it, it's probably gonna, this episode comes out. The game is gonna yeah, be out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's cool. Yeah, it, it uh, will be out, and I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I hope I'm wrong. I just you wait till all those nine. I just don't. I just don't think it's gonna be very good. Let's take away. Since we're we're this to pull back the curtain. Yeah, we've recorded this episode earlier than No Man's Sky is coming out, but it probably will come out afterwards. Yeah. Predictions for Metacritic score. I'm going to ah. go 78. I think it'll be a high score because critics will be like, oh, it's an achievement unlike any other, but it's not going to be like a great game. I think it's, it's, I think it's going to be like, a, I'll give it a 70. Ooh, that's in the yellow. Dan? I don't know. I, I, you see, all right, 60, first of all. Is Whoa! Drop it. Here's why. Low. There, it's going to be... A great game and a huge achievement, but it's it's gonna have. You can't give a great game a sixty. <laughs> no, it's gonna be great if you play it the way they're intending you to play it. Mm. Like, I think it's gonna be a little too open ended, and too go do what you want to do, enjoy yourself in the galaxy. Don't play with your friends. There's no friends around. You might run into one of your friends by accident in hyperspace. But you, you know, like find there's this, so much. His planets out there, you'll find them. You'll find <laughs> it saying, eventually. Like, there's so much openness, and I love that about a game. But if it is going to stop me gonna, from enjoying it, that's I not- also have questions over like they're talking about all the different possibilities, right? Like all the different things that the game can just manufacture. And I'm yeah. like, is it as many as like how many guns Borderlands makes? Because as far as I can tell, Borderlands makes like six guns. Yeah, there's right. just variations. It's like, the, and that's my big concern for it too, as well. Yeah, I mean, um, it looks cool. Yeah, maybe know, not six, but was, six, six times six, thirty-six, 30 30 <laughs> like six different types of guns and six different manufacturers make that guns. And this is the math in No Man's Sky podcast. But going back to stories, wrapping up, I like it. it. I love yeah. this mm. game. I think it did something interesting with storytelling. But I have, and like you know me. I am a, a trophy connoisseur. Yeah. I love a good platinum. This game is very platinumable. Mm. It's not hard to platinum. Oh, I'm gonna do it. No interest in doing it because oh, of that. Because care. of that, those twenty four tickets or whatever. Yeah, and it's just I know yeah. I understand exactly what it's gonna entail. Just grinding through the same yeah. to get these little variations. Yeah, it's uh-huh. and I just was not invested enough to actually care that much. I, I totally agree. And I I got like halfway. I I got like at least I got somewhere between twelve and fourteen different ones. 
Mm. And I was like, I, and what I was tr- going to say is after you get the perfect ending, like the fifth final truth ending, whatever you want to call it, they give you the, the, the perfect Iblis stone situation where you're getting stronger from kills and the, uh, the sky ripper ally fighting alongside you from the get go mm. on every, you know, and I, I wonder, there's probably a ramp up with enemy difficulty. Like maybe I mean at that point why would they make it harder? Yeah. The fighting isn't the challenge in this game. The challenge it's just is like finding it's the patience of going through all the yeah. stories. <laughs> yeah. So and I, I feel the same way. And as I'm you glad guys. that they I'm put in the shortcut it. doors. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was the one thing that when we were talking about the game offline that really got me to look for the purple doors and I was like, yeah. all right, find purple doors, get through the levels faster. Yeah, because if, um, if you notice that, Mark, is, like, the blue doors and the red doors always led you to uh, the big chests. Items. But the yeah. purple doors almost always led you to shortcuts. Thanks, thanks, Dave. I didn't realize that. It was... Yes, I realized that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize how fake your sarcasm was. Sometimes I, I laid on I, thick. Mm, like mm, a, yeah, I got really... peanut butter. I got uncomfortable. I wasn't... Tr- yeah. and then, <laughs> so we'll wrap it up. Final uh, word, Dan. All right, so I just have one more thing I want to talk about. So, Fine, like, tell me. Break it up. It's quick. <laughs> just really quick on your ultimate endings. Did you feel like it wasn't going to be an ultimate ending and then all of a sudden it was? I I had the keys next to all my choices, so I was like, this is the right I choice. didn't have that. You didn't? No. Oh, I did. When I had the four truths, it I had basically the key told next me to what the to first do. choice, and that was it. Just the first choice. I didn't have it on my last one. I had it in the first three. So you all wound up going to Avalon or whatever the heck that place was called with Zenobia, right? At the end? Maybe. That seems Dave, right. Do you recall that? Yeah, I think so. Zenobia got the Iblis Stone because Lupino was like... You're trying to trick Lupino. You're trying to play against his traitors in this yeah. the whole time. Double traitor. And the first choice that I thought I screwed up with was... You can choose to arrest him or apprehend him, mm-hmm. but the game warns you against that because it says he might run. So I didn't do that ever, and then he just got knocked out by. Uh, he got a barrel knocked out unconscious. I just wasn't sure because the whole story felt like I was like, "Oh man, I didn't get the perfect ending on the first shot." I knew I'd screw up somewhere because I was perfect the whole time. I got three cards, and then I got that's all I have is three cards. Well, wait. So do you have? I, yeah, I only got three cards. I didn't get a card on one of my endings. Oh, so wait, but you have the truth ending. Oh, yeah. I had my little uh, Reynardo trophy over the middle. Yep. Okay. That's weird. All right. Well, yeah. I, I, I breezed through it. Did anyway, you... I liked it. Uh, you know, play it. I don't... Play it with a... Don't look for a challenge, See, though. Just... Wait till it's on Steam. <laughs> I liked it, and I would say that there was a brief period in time where, like, I was in the thick of it before I got the final ending where I loved it. Right. I but remember in the middle. And then, like... Right. Yeah. Somewhere, like, once I was replaying a little bit of it and I felt all that repetition, I was like, nah. Eh. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, the variation. Lacked. Maybe if the combat ramped up more. Yeah, then, like, with more skills came more ways to lose. Or just, like, maybe. different enemy variants mm-hmm. or just locate. I just, eh. I just, yeah. Eh. All right. I mean, I, well, I didn't need different locations, I felt. I just felt like the if the combat would have kept getting more hard, it would have kept it interesting i feel like yeah. just something to drag along as opposed to right, just the decision right. and maybe fair, maybe right. boss fights would have been an, a welcome thing yeah i was it would have been interesting actually, if like the, the bosses actually like if if let's say the like, regular combat stayed still mm, but yeah. like the they had 
bosses at, at the end of levels, and somehow with yep. each playthrough, the bosses like gained abilities or like got tougher Something. somehow. So that way, yeah. to, yeah. to mimic how much stronger Renardo was getting, right, right. right? Tons of ways for that to have gone. You're, yeah, I could keep going. The last, but I think I'll, but I'll stop. So meh in the middle. I think we're all a little more. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah, I liked it. All right. Well, let's put a pin on that. It's all right. Speaker. It's all right. That's the Dinosaur Machines podcast. It's all right. Um, so next segment of the night, we usually like to talk a little bit about what we're playing currently. And I'm going to wait. I'm, I feel like I have something in my hands right now. It's like a dice. Yeah. Roll it. D- Daniel. For, Dan, how many sides is Dan on? It, it's it's even. <laughs> two, two, two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been playing Majora's Mask. On three and... Days. To date the episode, I played one watch of over one match of Overwatch. Oh baby! And I'm undefeated. Let it be known at the time of this recording, I am an undefeated Overwatch player. One MLG oh. Pro 360 no scope. He didn't even need to do the training. No, I, I skipped it <laughs> because, as Dave knows, if you're a beta player, you get treated better than everybody else who exists. This goes back world. to me. Every time we're half the times that we're playing Destiny, Dan has to bring bring up how he's been playing this game since the beta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad Dave mentioned. Actually, I've been playing the it since the alpha. Let, wait, wait, wait. Well, I walked right into that one. <laughs> so I've been playing Majora's Mask mostly, though. I'm actually towards the end of it, which means Chrono Trigger comes back. I would it. I would hope so. Wait, now but this game's hard. Do you fall along of the Majora's Mask greater than Ocarina of Time? Oh, I actually do now. At this point in time, I'm at the ending segment, and this game is shorter than Ocarina, mm. and I think that's good. I feel because, like people... Uh, wait, what's your favorite Star Wars original trilogy? I mean, I, I feel like i silly saying this, but Empire Strikes Back, obviously. I have a theory that I'm building. Go on. People who tell, think Majora's Mask is better than Ocarina of Time like Empire Strikes Back the best. Okay. Wait, I don't, I don't even... Because it's okay, like the darker one. So everybody <laughs> likes Majora's Mask better than... I, no, no, I'm just I like saying, Return of the everyone, Jedi better. I'm a Return of the Jedi guy. And you guys are... Well, that weird. We I like our vanilla happy ending. Yo, baby. we grew up. We watched it young. There are Ewoks. There were Ewoks. I'm your age. That's Mark true. is exactly yeah, Maybe you didn't age. watch Star Wars the same age. <laughs> I watched it way young. I think there was a correlation there. Just throwing it out there. Princess okay. Leia well, next time made me feel like a man. Next time you find this conversation, ask them what those I'll, I'll two see. questions and see. Uh, it, it is a very dark game. So it is I dark. Can see that? It is dark, but but for its benefit, you know. Yeah, and I think just um, like Return of the Jedi, the Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back is the dark one to kind of build the tension in the universe. I had an yeah. in- I have an interesting relationship with Empire Empire Strikes Back. We had them on tape when I was growing up, and em- my my yeah VHS listeners. tape and the <laughs> Empire Strikes Back tape that we had was broken, and I could only oh. watch like half the movie. So I didn't, oh, I didn't oh, feel yeah. like I know this. So I used to, like, but, see, like, Hoth and some of that stuff. Like, But I, like, never met Yoda. Like, you know? Ooh. Yeah, so he, Until, like, he much also, later. Yeah. Until I had an, a new Empire Strikes Back that was undamaged. Interesting. Right. Interesting. And that also cemented your love for Return of the Jedi, because it was one of the only complete Star Wars you could yeah, watch. Yeah, it was just that and New Hope. Which, A New Hope is great, but it's just... It's no... You know, everything gets settled in Return of the Jedi. It's it's no Force Awakens, let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Force Awakens is amazing. 
I love Wars of Movies. It's Great. the same movie, so, but whatever. Anyway. All right. No, uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm holding myself right down. Ugh. Yeah, Majora's Mask going to beat it. By the time we're done recording in the next podcast, maybe I'll be talking about how I beat it. Maybe you, not. We'll I need see. to beat Chrono Trigger, for the love of God. No, I'm gonna. I hope because so. You sound like every disappointed wife I've ever it's had. because it's Chrono I'm, Trigger. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> disappointed wife. <laughs> Dude doesn't you never know how to react home. to it. No. Yeah, well, you know, right? gotta beat up the games. Right. So anyway, Dave, what are you it. playing right now? Smite, mostly Smite. I don't understand why you like that game. Out of left field with this one. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I like it. It's good. I think it's it, good. and I and I really enjoy this. Their what is business model is very interesting. I like it a lot because it's Go free on. to play, right? And you get all you get. They have a ton of gods, and you can pay for some gods, like, to have them. But they have, like, there's, like, the five of each class that are, like, your basic versions of them. And then they have five ones every week that are in ro- free in rotation. So they're, like, mm. they're like here, deal- here's a taste of these guys. And then they take them away. I'm like, and I am fine with not paying for them and just having them I for I think a that's week, how drug dealers get you know? kids. Or, mm. like... <laughs> or like free samples with cookies in the mall. Get the free sample. Okay, that's a more wholesome comparison. But now, because I played that yeah, last match with you, you give me the cookie and then you jack up the price. Ah, it's a Simpsons quote. You. So now you get into the <laughs> arena. It is basically you're fighting other gods to get your little men across the field. Yes. And it's like, well, when you put it like that, Mark. Well, I just because I, I felt like I was expecting more strategy. Well, now it's there's a mobile, right, mode. There's other modes, but yeah. Mm. Basically, mm. the strategy is kill but don't die. Kill and don't die. Okay. That's that's really I, it. I, I like to think that's a strategy in many games. Yeah, <laughs> it's, but it's I don't know. It's it's, it's fun. Well, as long as it's fun. Um, I played yeah. through Severed on my Vita. Which is really oh, good. Oh, wow. It's, oh, that's by the people who made Guacamelee. Yeah. And that's why I was like, oh, the Guacamelee guys. Mm-hmm. And it's first-person dungeon Do you mean crawler. Super Guacamelee Turbo Edition? No, I mean originally Guacamelee <laughs> on the PS3. But, like, not the type of game I get. It's, it's all touch-based. Not a game I would really ever play. But I actually really liked it. It's, it's really, like, it has, like, that Mexican vibe, like, Guacamelee has... And really dark. It's like this girl whose family got massacred, and she's like finding their bodies. Lovely. And yeah, and you like you fight these different enemies, and you have to like cut them with your swipings. But oh, I really liked it. It was fun. That sounds um, fun. It was fun. <laughs> like it really was actually. Um, but I also played through Uncharted Four. Oh, you beat it. I did beat it. Spoilers. Spo- none. No, no spoilers. Not gonna say anything. But I, I am Sorry, gonna. My, my, my English gets broken when I get nervous. I think. As gamers, we are very likely we like hyperbole. Everything is the best. Everything is the worst. Mm. There's no in the middle most of the time, except us. We're trying to. However, do however, yeah, we just talked about how the stories was eh. See, eh, we're not. We're not. We don't speak in hyperbole. Well, well, let's let's say gamers as a whole. Yeah. The the angry internet. I think it's the internet it speaks in hyperbole. Yeah, the, yes. the internet's are really dumb. It, and I, the, the well, internet I is is just like. Just comic book guy from The Simpsons. Basically. Worst movie ever. <laughs> ever. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think when you compare presentation, character building, just making making a story that you really are invested in, 
to disagree, agree. No one's doing it better than Naughty Dog the last and ten years. No one's. Doing I would it up like you to like Jack and Daxter, which is more than Ooh. ten years. <laughs> I no. I did love Jack and Daxter. Well, that's your fault. <laughs> I'm <just> Sorry. Saying, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like the the combat, like it, it, you know, it's it's, it's uncharted. The, the swinging mechanic they added is actually a lot of fun. The more you do it. Yeah. Um, it is just very kind of like Uncharted. It's platforming. It's mm-hmm. combat. It's like different segments. They added a lot more stealth this one. Mm-hmm. But my gosh, these characters are so good. Yeah. And you so care about them. And there's so much care and attention paid to them. And like the ending was just very, very like satisfying. And then there was an epilogue I totally didn't see coming that is like one of those mushroom cloud explosions in your brain that I totally never saw coming. Mm. And it's so perfect. And it just it it's one of those few times that's again it's like you you play through a game and it's just like it leaves that really really good feeling. It's just like yes, that awesome. was awesome. And it just it has some pacing issues that some parts kind of drag a little bit. Like there was actually it was, it was funny. I beat it on uh, Saturday, and I was like hanging out with Molly. It was like nine o'clock. I'm like I know I'm like an hour away from the ending. I just got to push through. Five hours later. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, here's the ending to this game. Like, it was way longer. Like, it just kind of kept going, but... Yeah. I was just picturing Molly, like, tapping her toe. Like, you said it well, was going to be an hour. She, oh, yeah, she was completely asleep. <laughs> oh, okay. But I must have, like, as Uncharted, I don't know what's going to happen to it now. I, I know Naughty Dog's done with it. I think someone else is going to pick up that mantle, especially the way, without spoilers, the way it ends. Mm. Kind of makes sense, like, narratively. Um, I, I never trust look, that. I never trust when IPs move. I mean, it, it is a tricky thing, and it, what really makes that game so special is the writing and those characters and the story. And if those people aren't there, I wonder. But then I get like Golden Abyss. I never played it, but a lot of people say it's not bad. So and that was wasn't done by Naughty Dog. So I, it's not that I'm totally. I don't think it's possible, but I, I don't want to go into why I think there might be some potential problems. Because it conflicts with some other things without spoiling anything. Yeah, this is, this but, makes um, total sense, by the way. Yeah, so I'm just going to pause <laughs> pause on that. But I would definitely say, I think, I, uh, I don't know if it's my favorite Uncharted, but it's probably the best Uncharted. Around? Just, because would you say it's the best around? Overall, it's probably the best. Will one. Like, anyone I think two ever will bring always it have down? Like, it's like, you know, like Dead Space, Dead Space 2. Like, people like... Dead Space, Dead Space Two does everything Dead Space does, but better. But Dead Space One was the first one, so it feels more special. Yeah. And I feel like Uncharted Two will always feel like that for me. Uh-huh. But it's probably yeah. technically and set piece and all that stuff is probably the best one. Got it. So satisfying. Wow, you really, you really love this game. I like that Uncharted baby. Like good. It a lot. And I'm curious good. to see whatever comes to us. Probably Last of Us Two, but that'll be good. Anyway. Um, final segment of the night. The Trivial Tastemaker! Were we, like, throwing around, like, a theme song? Mm, yeah. Like, <laughs> is, this when I, is this when I sing? The Trivial well, Tastemaker, let's do it. Yum. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think that's it. I don't think it. I think no, it, I, think no, we no, I, I feel like that's exactly I it. Like, I think it's exactly it. It's perfect. I feel like at some point we had something in there where it was like, um, let's make the taste. Like something like that. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> You're making a taste. So this He's week a, it's my tastemaker. And as I just to um, recap the scores, Daniel Colonna 
season one champion is awarded one golden <laughs> sorry that was the crowd that was the crowd that's they're behind me they've been here the whole time <laughs> so you now have one golden shamrock we are now competing that's correct for so, one silver, silver monkey he has one silver monkey one silver monkey no he doesn't have a silver yeah monkey. he won the season How no golden you? shamrock not worth as much as a silver monkey monkey's bigger because you get golden shamrocks during <laughs> the night no it's bronze silver gold yeah but the monkey's bigger <laughs> <laughs> Dan has one silver monkey. Not pictured as Dave showing you just how big the monkey is. Spoilers, it was pretty big. <laughs> All right, but we've never right, so Shamrock's small. They're very small. So nobody has any shamrocks right Full now. Full silver They're monkey worth a lot more than tiny gold shamrock. Let me ask you, is the silver monkey broken into three pieces? <laughs> yeah, but you got to jam the head in. You gotta... <laughs> That's exactly what I just said. So Dan, he's one champion. Correct. We're all now scores a zero. Fresh start. Me versus Dave. First matchup. Dan. Right. What are you asking us? Ching, ching. So. Boom. I'm picturing like our like football helmets against each other. <laughs> or like our oh, faces man. like Street Fighter. It's like. <laughs> so we've Press been talking about Star Wars. I'm going Wait, to take Star you Wars? down. Oh, yeah. We've been talking about Star Wars for a while. Dave just saw The Force Awakens. Just saw it. <laughs> And no, but this is good because you know David can't make his way to the movie theater as much as other people sometimes. He's busy. He's got kids, multiple, two of them, and a whole job that isn't this. (laughs) True, and you know, so and we brought up like fourteen times tonight, so it's only appropriate that we have a question related to a Star Wars video game or two. Oh boy, don't be shadows of the Empire. Don't be shadows. So no, 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 no. It's (laughs) Star Wars Jedi power battles. Oh, because no. this also ties into the fact that Dave Grimma made me think of episode one last weekend, and I, I just thought we'd think about it some more. I'm, I'm regretting this now. <laughs> Together. Oh, God. Right. Uh, what do you got? The questions, <clears throat> I think they're pretty straightforward, and we can, if we have a tie, we can always build a new one. Are we doing a buzzing um, situation? I would say this is appropriate, yeah. So, on your buzz, I'd like you each to take a chance to first name wait, wait, wait. F- we have to set our buzzers well mine's no well ah, it's too many. i'm gonna go with the uh, <laughs> all right so okay. yours is the fell trombone and dave is the ooh, ooh, ah, 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 which i won't try to do i'll give me a little yeah little underarm yeah. scratch okay go for it okay, okay so name the first name the five main playable characters and then five. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> oh, I'm not done. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole and then thing, and then you you brought your monkey I can't into play. An end. I don't know if I can think. Or... And then and then name for bonus points. If it gets to that, we can go into the bonus characters that you can get. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. So Dave, are you we'll, also we'll start with this part? game. Yeah. All right. So Dave, you go first. You could play. You could play as Obi Wan. Okay. You could play as Qui Gon. Okay. You can play as Mace Windu. Go on. And that Twi'lek whose name uh-huh. I don't remember. <laughs> He's got the orange lightsaber. Correct. And I mean... uh, another character. Okay. General Grievous. No. I don't know. Okay. Well, now, if I get so... the fifth, do I get it? Uh, I, his name's there, four of them. You right? named, well, three of them. I need three no, of them. you named four. He na- he described. Uh, I named one. three, and I mentioned, <laughs> no, and I no described the fourth one's name. It's like a have... racial slur. He's like Bo. He's like Bo Rambo. Do you have more names, Mark? Uh, no? I could probably give a general description. 
of the well, actually, fifth character. Is Pad- is it, wait, is one of the bonus characters? Okay. Go ahead, Mark. Is Padme one of the characters? She's one of the bonus characters. So. I got a bonus point. I win. I- <laughs> what? <laughs> I have no idea what that fifth character was. And I assume there's a bonus... Can you bonus... Is one of the bonus characters Darth yes. Maul? Mm, that makes sense. The, oh, I tied the, it up. <laughs> we did the fisticuffs. I think I win. I have no idea what that fifth character is. All right. Well, the last two were Adi Kalia. Yeah, I was going to remember Adi Kalia. It was that girl, yes. right? It was, it was the and female And this one guy. I'm actually surprised nobody got because this name stuck out to me like a sore thumb at the time. Plo Kloon. How would I remember Plo Kloon? That's, a, that's that the funnest name to say in the history. Is that the Twi'lek yeah, dance? No, that's the guy with the mask on his face and the yellow lightsaber. Jedi Power Battles was a weekend rental at Blockbuster. Kids and I love it. I think, I think Mark rented it and I played it at his house and I remembered yeah, all Yeah, that's, that. that's all we had. Anyway. Jonathan and I played the heck out of this game. It's not that good at all. Well... Everything was good, but it came out like right after episode right. one, and people see, were just about Mark. How many? How many times did you see episode one? I saw it a lot of times. Oh, it was great. I don't know if you saw it more than I did. How many times did you see it? I think I saw. I think I saw it twice. Dan? I might have seen it like five or six times. Dang! I'm embarrassed to say that, that is seven. That's, that's, that's seven fingers. That is, does that seven fingers represent I, uh, seven viewers? Seven fingers he had to hear. Now this is pod okay, racing. So I've never seen a movie more in theaters than I've seen episode one. And I, I loved it. I loved it so, every time. Then here's what we'll do. I don't love the resolution I don't of love this. it either. I feel like I kind of, well, not because you won, Dave, but because I feel like it wasn't fair. Is it a win? No, no. Right now, Dave won. It's clearly if, a win. If... If we stop it right now, Dave won. So I, I still want to keep it themed. I thought about this one first. I kind of figured being specific to a game is better. But this one could go on for a bit. So we'll do... So there are a lot of prequel games as well. Name prequel games? Like, yeah, name some prequel games. games. No, that's what, I, that's what I meant. That was what I was going to say. Name as many as you can. Of prequels. And whoever names more than the other that isn't a repeat wins. Like back and forth? Yeah, and you can use Jedi Power Battles because I already... I'll give you Jedi Power Battles, Dave. Yeah. That will be your response because you named them first. And you could also use the ones that are named for the movies. So. Yeah, I mean, the, the one I played the most was... But you said prequels. Yeah, prequels. Prequels. Prequel, prequel, prequel games. They're games that are based on things from the prequels. Uh, there's so many There's so many of them. I this will, is also... My next one will be the story one based on Episode 1, the, the official Star Wars Episode 1 game, which I played the heck out of. Okay. And it also was stink. It was hard. Worst game ever. It was t- abysmal. Okay. Is in Kodor or whatever they Kodor. tell that acronym uh, is? Isn't that based on the no, prequels? It's based on like other That's prequels. Old, are you thinking Kotar? Knights of the Old Star. Republic. Yeah, that one. Knights of the Old Republic. The Old Republic, the old Republic is the no, prequel. Well, I'm talking about the three movies. Great, one of the greatest RPGs by Bioware. But that's before the main trilogy. It's not prequels. That doesn't count. I, I meant I meant the movies. I meant the movies. Oh, I think I think I think. <laughs> <laughs> Best response ever, Dave. You have no. You have don't. You have two games. Oh, you know what I hated the prequels. You know what games I, I avoided the prequel games. Well, I don't know any of them. The okay, more... so we kind of have like a tie then because Dave kicked ass at the power battles. I can name you two new 
prequel games. Uh, Star Wars Pod Racer. Yeah, I played that game. Star Wars. <laughs> so Je- I'm saying, like Dave. <laughs> Star Wars Jedi Starfighter. Great game. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> this is four. Yeah. It wasn't the. Um, okay. All right. Okay, so Dave, Mark knows the games. Dave knew more about Jedi Power Battles than you did, Mark. So how do we determine this winner? Hmm. One last final battle. Royale. What about straight up Star Wars trivia? Prequel Star Wars trivia. Bring it on. This is easy. And it's three questions. Okay. Okay. What was the name of the planet where Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader faced off in episode three? Lava planet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was called Lava Planet, but I... I uh, no. But that is also the name that I would have given it. <laughs> I like how we always pick the bad part. Fire planet? <laughs> I don't know the name of that part. <laughs> okay, I'll give you the answer. It's Mustafar. I wasn't going to know that. Oh, can I can I counter with a question that I know the answer to? <laughs> what? This isn't how trivia works. <laughs> can uh, I suggest a question? I know the answer. Okay, go. All right. Zero, zero. So, yeah. So let's see what else. What was the name of Queen Amidala's head security guard? Can I give a general ooh, description? Ooh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Dave on this Who one. Who is Kieran Knightley? <laughs> False. What? I don't know. Kira Kira Knightley is her Kira bodyguard in the first movie. Her decoy <laughs> oh. and bodyguard. <laughs> Captain Panaka. Oh, Panaka. <laughs> he was an African-American gentleman. He there, had a hat. Yeah, you knew who it was, though, huh, I could picture him in my mind. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> We're in a sudden How, death scenario. Uh, yeah. I mean, you guys are making it... I thought you loved the prequels as much as I did. Yeah, but I flushed no, them. No, I, I, I try and pretend they didn't exist. See, I know okay. a really fair question for me and Dave. Well, I know a question I want you to ask. I just want you to ask. <laughs> it's an uh, right, well, it's a Nubian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, then I yeah, give I'm us one more question, then. Last one. Star Wars trivia. It's prequel trivia. Okay. What is the name of? The planet where the clones wah, wah. were created. Coruscant. Not oh. a Coruscant. What am I saying? It's um, no, 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 stop, stop. Plus, it's the place in Malta, the little island, Camino. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. Camino, Camino <laughs> is an island in Mal- of Malta. And that's why I yeah. remember. I was like, oh, that, Camino. Yeah, you, know, like in Malta. you know what? I remember. Uh, we, my brother and I, had just seen Attack of the Clones, and we went into a, a pizzeria that they had redone. And they had changed, like, because it was it used to be, like, very Italian-looking, very, like, yellow Mediterranean wall-ish. And instead, now everything was, like, really white, like, really clean-looking. And he was like, what are they, cloning pizzas in here? <laughs> Great story. <laughs> Richie's hilarious. Wait, for the record, I win. Yeah, Dave won the Jedi Power Battle stuff. And then Mark won the... You guys both had the same effort there, I will say. Do you have... You know? Dave, do you taste that on your tongue? Is that a loss I taste? Is that, <laughs> is that the is that the realization that you have not spent as much brain power on the prequel Star Wars movie? I like, I like, I like literally try and forget as much as I can about, <laughs> about the prequel. Dave doesn't feel like he lost no. at all. I'm He's like, like, I win. I'm like, you... it would be an embarrassing win. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, you also didn't mention Star Wars Bounty Hunter. Oh, that was right. a game. I that remember game was, that. That was a game. Obi Wan was a game. There was a game just called Obi Wan. 
Yeah, it was on the Xbox, and I wanted it so bad, and it stunk. All right. Well, yeah. next week, or next time we, we meet, game Wait. that we will be playing. Yep. Oh. Uh, I guess we'll, let's, we, let's, we've already picked it. No, let's fire <laughs> up the randomization machine. Let's pretend. <laughs> oh, it's Ori in the Blind Forest, which is And this game. is a Mark Macro joint. I'm very excited about it. Actually, I already kind of know how you guys already feel about it. I know how I feel about it, and I would love to discuss it with you. Well, well, for, for next time, and for next, I time, have to start it, and I'm gonna beat that one too. So, it's it's gonna be. An I'm, investment I'm gonna tell you right know. now that Mark already told me that. Uh, <laughs> That's actually very true. I, Mark already I told me about... that if, if <laughs> <laughs> don't actually use what I said. <laughs> if Dan, I want to hear Dan what you actually said. I'll, I'll tell you off. I'll tell you off do, podcast. Commit <laughs> heinous acts. <laughs> I think I already got it. I think the story is complete uh, in my right. head. Well, all this, right, guys. This was the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, we would love any ratings, mm-hmm. some subscribes, and yeah, is, thanks for tell listening. your friends, tell your family, tell your cousin, tell a dog. Mark. The dog won't listen, but he might. Tweet your about cousin it. likes this podcast. <laughs> yeah, cousin does that. Anyway, all right. I'm Mark Magro. I'm Dave Grimo, and I'm Dan Colonna. And we're off for the evening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. Peace.